Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim, and the topic of our podcast today is Bobby Joe Long, who was a rapist and um, serial killer down in Florida back in the mid-1980s. We're going to talk about all of his dastardly deeds, but before we do, uh, I want to introduce our panel. We have a special guest with us today, uh, a reoccurring guest, uh, uh, who we refer to as the good seed, don't we, Colonel? Yeah, the good spawn, Timmy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And that, of course, is uh, Brandy's favorite brother, Mighty Casey. How you doing, Casey? I'm doing good. It's glad I'm glad to be back. I've been out uh, working for you guys. Been doing a lot of work for Chuck lately. Under undercover work for Chuck. No, Top secret stuff. And that you can't uh, tell. Well, can't we tell we have a we 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 started a new foundation. It's called the Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters the Third. I ain't got time to mess with you, motherfuckers. Foundation. <laughs> and um, perfect. You know, we do a lot of lot of lot of work for him, and um, so uh, so, he knows, he, so he doesn't have to. Basically. Yeah, so he doesn't have to. I mean, you know, you've not heard from Johnny Footstool in a while. Well, we we, well, we took care of Johnny Footstool. That's true. We haven't heard yeah, from Johnny so, Footstool. Yeah. we're not saying that Casey had anything directly to do with that. We're right. not saying. We're just saying. We're just saying. Yeah. So, like, if someone would post a negative comment about, say, his erectile dysfunction. Sure, sure. Okay, they disappear, basically. Yeah, well, we're not going to say what we what happens. Okay. And, and people can donate to that foundation if they want. If they want to find us, they know where to find us. <laughs> okay, well, welcome, Casey. I'm also joined by... You know what Casey is, really? Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Casey is the yin, yin to the yang. He really is. You because, are a yang. Because when you have the... Uh, excuse devil. me, you're not here yet. And, and I've I, been introduced to you. And I don't think we need to talk about your yang. <laughs> Yeah, well, or I, your yang. We will talk. I'm sure his yang will come up throughout this podcast. It often does. Wang. We're also joined by Casey's uh, sister, um, the very lovely, very talented, uh, the Queen of Mean, the Empress of Evil, Mistress of the Macabre, and Satan's dirty little secret, Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm great, Timmy. It was Good so nice back. of you to invite. You know, uh, the nice person in your family here to come here. One of the nicest people in your family to join us. And, and right now, that might actually be a true statement. So, well, compared to you, well, that's hurtful. Well, truth hurts. You know, you you have a lot of strengths, but being nice is important. <laughs> <laughs> people weren't dickholes, and I wouldn't have to be. But we missed all. We missed you last week. I know. Well, I missed you guys too. 
it was I not as you fun. Guys too. You know, we struggled without you I'm doing the podcast. But you made it just fine. I, yeah, I though would rather have gotten a root canal from the Lobster Boy than stayed at home last week. You were home during spring break? Yes. Imagine how your children felt. Yeah, I don't care how my Amazing children felt. They were assholes. <laughs> they were assholes. Wonder what level to uh, Candy Crush. Wonder what she yeah. did. Yeah, she had a week long. How many play levels candy did you crush. jump in that yeah. week, Devil? You don't worry about that. Well, as you can tell, we are also joined by um, the man the, who won't wait for an introduction. <laughs> the man who doesn't need an introduction. The very uh, admirable uh, Debonair. The uh, the face of erectile dysfunction. Yes. The man who made a bloody stool a household word. <laughs> the very uh, uh, debonair, very talented Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm doing good, Timmy. I'm doing good. I. Uh, you know, you're uh, you're a little bit hard to corral to get to do this podcast. I mean, we're we're, ch- we're chasing him down the hall and. Well, people are chasing me down the hall all the time. But we got a guest. Casey Siri came in just to do this podcast. Brandy is prepared. I'm prepared. And but you're see, out running around. Hold on. Let me let me interject here real quick. Okay. I don't think there's been a podcast you guys have put out that anybody <laughs> has been prepared. Well, we're more prepared. So let's, so let's go hurtful. ahead and start that up. <laughs> that's hurtful. Yeah. There, well, that, there's some truth I'm quite one. prepared for this podcast, Timmy. All right. Well, at least you're here. All right, uh, Colonel. Any shout-outs? Well, I got some news. Okay. I got some news, Timmy. All right. What's your news, Colonel? Well, I... And if you've been following this election campaign, you know that the Colonel started out as a Republican. Yeah. You know, I was going to run as... I was going to bring the country together. Right. I was going to make America mediocre still. Yeah. Um, I was going to keep America mediocre. You, you're just uh, going for maintaining, right? Yeah, just maintaining. Yeah. And... Uh, but it got so ugly. It got so nasty with the whole Trump, Cruz, Hillary, Bernie thing. I mean, it was all coming after me. They was ganging up on me. Yeah, and I, you know I what noticed I that. America doesn't deserve the Colonel Jimmy. Are you going to leave? I'm not going to leave. Oh. I'm, but I don't right. know how long I can do these podcasts um, because I'm embarking on a new career, Timmy. <laughs> what would that be, Colonel? I, the Colonel, because of... Uh, because and this came about because of the jokes that were made about the colonel's little general um, and my wife. Your you tallywhacker, in other words. My, my yang, yeah. My yang, my uh, wang, wang. My trousers snake. Um, and anyway, I asked my wife. I said, you know, is, is, why they say that? And she said, I don't know. I got no idea. Hell, you could be a porn star if you wanted to. Uh-huh. And I thought. That's a road the colonel hasn't traveled. So you're, you're going into porn. Is that what you're telling the us? The colonel is going into to porn. Are you going to be gay for pay? Gay porn. Gay no, porn. it's going to be gay straight porn. porn. Gay midget porn. Um, if you have any ideas for... The colonel just got a couple ideas. We do have ideas. ideas. Gay midget porn. No. The with colonel's clowns. got a couple ideas for some names. Um, it's like, I bet he's doing that old man, young girl porn. Well, he'd have to at this point in his life. <laughs> yeah, unless he's doing granny porn. <laughs> I, look, I've had some studios already call me. All right, I got feelers out. Um, you have feelers. So if if we have, Do you have a name. We well, you have a I'm trying name? to come up with a name and and uh, anything I could get, any help I could get. You know, I I think I'm gonna go with Tommy Salami. But Dickopolis. 
buck naked. Well, and and for my for my, wild, but I'm 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 worried about this one because I don't want to sound. I don't want people to think I'm like in ISIS. Uh-huh. Mini Mike. Um, but I was going to do Prime S- Chuck. Prime <laughs> Chuck. Uh, I was going to do Saddam Hussein. Twenty <laughs> percent uh, fat in Prime Chuck. Um, okay, you keep working. But, but now I'm older. Yeah. You know, I'm more distinguished. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about getting an older, more distinguished type name. Uh-huh. And uh, George Pooney. <laughs> What do you think about that? George, George Puny? I think, I think really you Pooney. could go with Bloody Stool. <laughs> yeah, Bloody Stool would stand out. And, and, and now, really, it really you right. remember the Smokey and the Bandit movies? Yeah. Yes. I was thinking about Squirt Reynolds. <laughs> what do you think? All right. You keep working on so, that, Colonel. And while you're doing that, do you have any shout-outs? Now, we have the history page. The podcast page, right? History Dweebs History podcast, podcast Facebook page. page. Group. Um, Group. If any listeners has any better ideas for the Colonel Porn name, mm-hmm. um, we encourage you to post them. God. Um, I do have some shout-outs. All right. Um, uh, of course, Weenie Mandela. Lady Lady Beverly. <laughs> Weenie Mandela. Weenie Mandela. Weenie the like Pooh. <laughs> Weenie the Pooh. Yeah, that's good. We, he could do Weenie the Pooh, too, because he's gotten chunky. Yeah, we need the Pooh. He could walk around going, there's a rumbly in my tumbly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good for him. You gotta admit that's pretty good. <laughs> Only if you walk off the premise that I'm and then you get chunky. stuck, and then you get stuck in the honey tree. <laughs> I got stuck in the honey hole. I mean, he had he had <laughs> a salad for lunch. I don't know why y'all are cracking on. Because I ordered it. Stuck in the salad. You get stuck in the honey pot. I've been you get, you get stuck, stuck in the, in the honey, honey tree before. Yeah. See, um, all right. Let me do my shout. Who out. has many misadventures? Yeah. Um, uh, let me first say, Brittany, you were right. The ending of The Walking Dead made me want to throw my goddamn remote through the TV window. Yeah. Um, I told you. So, and um, Lady Beverly, of course, we hope you're doing well. And, that, and Sully is doing really, really well. Um, we got, and, and Timmy, we had a defection, but it's a secret defection. Okay. Um, I got a message from a listener. Um, who's active on the page? Kim Taylor. Mm-hmm. Kim Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim very, very, very nice. sweet, mm-hmm. very sweet girl. Very pretty redheaded girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the redhead's real, but I guess whatever color your hair is, it's real at the time. Very attractive girl. Um, Woman. She say. sent me a message and said, "Look, I don't. I want to. I want to be on secretly on Team Girl. Yeah. <laughs> so she's ashamed of it, basically." No, she's she doesn't want to be on Team Brandy because she's got those girls Tara and uh, Mary and Mary Ray. Yeah, and she she realizes that those are evil people. They're bad people. Um, she's got to do it secretly so she doesn't get a spell cast on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I want to be on Team Colonel, but I'm afraid that the devil gonna make a little voodoo doll of me. Well. Yeah. So I told she's going to be a double secret agent to me. She's okay. going to pretend to be on Team Brandy, but gather information for Team Crow. Uh, you know what you just did there, though? You just kind of gave it away. Yeah, so you now her. You're, yeah, she's out. Yeah. Or maybe... Or maybe you're just... Then she goes back to your that. team and... No, we... Or maybe you're just rambling. We'll okay, contact her through our, found, our foundation. No, yeah. many of the... She's going to be on a foundation. Okay, any other shout-outs before we move along? In the lovely... Donnie Scott. Thank you. Timmy has yet to kill. 
We also want to give a shout out to Mary Ray. It evidently stays hopeful. To Elise, to Rebecca, to Trixie. And the shout out of the day goes to... John Cunningham. John Cunningham for correctly guessing the topic of this week's podcast. So if you'd like to join us, um, check out the History Dweeves, the podcast group page on Facebook. We've got a lot of cool folks there, and we sit around and talk about nothing, actually, but it's a lot of fun. Okay, so let's get started. It keeps on... Timmy off the ledge. <laughs> it does. It really does. Well, it keeps me... Yeah. Okay. I wanted to... And can I just say yes. just one thing before we go on here? I was thinking about a Star Wars theme for the porn name. Star Wars? Okay. Well, and I got I came up with I got Luke Thighwalker. Um yeah. Obi come on bone me. No, it doesn't no. roll. Okay, it, it, C3P blow. C3P oh my god. <laughs> Why R- don't you R2 do me. D cup. R2 do me. Colonel beat up. Wait, hold off on your suggestions until Brandy's talking and interrupt. Oh, okay. Her. Okay, thank you. Okay. It's funnier that way. Uh, and I don't get annoyed. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna sure talk we're gonna talk about Bobby Joe Long. And um, as I said, Bobby Joe Long was a serial rapist and murderer who terrorized Florida back in the mid nineteen eighties. Starting in nineteen eighty one, um, he became known as the classified ad uh, killer uh, because he would answer classified ads and if he found a woman alone not personal ads but like people with things to sell like the Craigslist person yeah kind of but you know there's so many of those Craigslist killers and classified ad killers and lonely hearts killers that I wish they gave him a better name but you know you get stuck with the name <laughs> so um, but a lot of his murders did not have anything to do with these classified ads. It's just that uh, a lot of his rapes did. He, he raped over 50 women in his career. I guess it's a career, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Did I bet you he got a watch on? when he was done. I don't think they retired. put that on your resume. No, yeah, you probably don't want to do that. Um, in this capacity, as I said, he, at least, he raped at least 50 women, and then he graduated on to murder. Um... He would, uh, but a lot of his victims were prostitutes. Uh, he pick up in seedy bars, and down in um, down in the Tampa area in Southern Florida, um, he would bound his victims with ropes, and um, he uh, would kill them by a different means. Uh, but it would always be a sadistic uh, murder, uh, rape, and and. Uh, he just brutalized. Uh, most of his uh, victims were strangled, or he'd slit their throats, or he bludgeoned them to death. So he was very versatile. Um, the bodies were pla- that he left were um, placed in unique positions, um, usually something uh, pornographic, like they had their legs spread apart, or some you know they'd be in weird positions. Uh, of the ten known victims. Um, five were identified as prostitutes, two as exotic dancers, one as a factory worker, one as a student, and the other occupation was unknown. They were anomalies because it was, it's, you know what I've discovered? It's hard to be a prostitute in Florida. It really is. It's a dangerous occupation. It's a dangerous yeah. occupation. Yeah, it really well, is. And you know, you ever notice that the people in Florida, and, and there's no offense to our friends in Florida, but uh, they always lose the kids. Well, here's what this one is a kid missing. It's always some woman in a trailer park in Florida who says, got a cigarette hanging from her mouth, and she's like on the news, like, I want my goddamn kid back. You ever noticed that? I really haven't noticed that. It happens all the time. Every time a kid falls in a well, every time a kid goes missing. What's another name? 
Huh? What's another name? I'm I'm going with uh, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Okay. What do you think about that? <laughs> that was good. Okay, let's get back to Bobby Joe Long. Okay, so Bobby Joe Long, uh, Robert Joe Long, he had a pretty screwed up childhood. <laughs> Bobby, uh, Robbie, Robert Joe Long was born on October 14, 1953 in Canova, West Virginia. So he's from West Virginia, enough said. And he was, uh, he was uh, the son of Joe and Loretta Long. Now... Poor Bobby had an extra Y or an extra X chromosome uh, when he was born, and you know what happened to him, Colonel, when he grew older? He had that chromosome. Yeah, I bet he got his own titties. He grew breasts as a teenager. Now so think about this. No comic, me. no comic, uh, no comic material there. No man. If it, I would have grown my own breasts when I was a teenager, you would have never seen me leave the house, Timmy. You wouldn't have time to kill anybody. I wouldn't have been raping. I wouldn't have been pillaging. I wouldn't have been doing nothing. Well, you yeah, you don't have to rape there. anybody. You got titties right there. Yeah. You had been a happy man. But uh, apparently Bobby Joe wasn't too thrilled about it because he got teased relentlessly in school. When he was two years old, Teddy Joe Long. A bro. They called him Teddy Joe Long. <laughs> a bro. Did he have to buy a bro? He had to buy a bro. A man's ear. A man's ear. Yes. When he was two years old in 1955, his parents divorced. Uh, apparently, his dad said, I am not going to have no kid of mine with no boobies. And, uh, Did he really no, say no, that? No, he really okay. didn't. I'm making that up. But um, he moved, him and his mom moved to Florida. So uh, Long's mom was a single mom. I mean, yeah, she became a singer mother, and she was uh, worked as a waitress. And um, in a hotel bar? No, she worked at a waitress, but she began to pick up a cocktail bar. I'll get to this. Uh, he he had a dysfunctional relationship with his mother because they moved in when they moved in with some relatives of hers when he was a teenager, and there wasn't a lot of room, so he started sleeping with his mom. He had to sleep with his mom for years. Um, so he resented when she brought boyfriends. That's home. what happened to Norman Bates. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Well, apparently it had an effect on this. That means she must have been bisexual because he had boobies. <laughs> I don't think they had sex, but they, let, they, they shared a bed together. There's a, there's a lot there. There's, there's, a, there's a, lot, a lot happening. There's a lot of dysfunction in that relationship. He actually had his breasts removed. He had some surgery to have his breasts removed, but they were still... That was dumb. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stupid bastard. Yeah, you know, you, you think of all the women in, around the world who just... Are praying for a larger breast, and here he is just throwing them away. Sort of like uh, Punky Brewster. Well, she had a uh, breast yes. reduction. With a girl on Modern Family. Yeah, see, yeah. girl, she just I'm thinking about things. getting a penis reduction surgery. No, you don't want to do that. Well, I'm worried because my knees. Hmm? It, you know, it bangs up against my knees, and it's just causing no, I have to have a knee replacement. <laughs> well, <laughs> you have to. You, you have to, you know, you have to look out for your long term. All you gotta do is use a little. Um, uh, you know about tape. this problem? Is that what you're saying? Well, you get a little duct tape, Timmy. It's like a holster. You know how, how you the gunslingers in the West used to uh, just strap it to the side of their leg. Uh, no, I didn't know that. I just wear my holster low, Timmy. Uh, I don't okay. think I'd want to use duct tape though. <laughs> yeah, it might hurt. It'd rip off. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Anyway, oh, back to Bobby. Um, Kinky part. Bobby suffered multiple head injuries as a child. Uh, in 1957, when he was four years old, he almost drowned at the beach but was, and was pulled under the water by a wave. He later blamed his mother for the incident. 
complaining that she was looking at men instead of watching him. <laughs> like, it's funny about that. That's, he, that's was, he was this son of a bitch four years old and he holding a grudge already? Yeah, no, later. I think Well he, his mother's a whore. He so. became yeah, he became real resentful of his mother and that's probably why he's had it. Uh, well, he wasn't know. resentful when he was feeling up in the bed at well, night. She started bringing men home though, and then he had to like sleep on the floor and why they did the nasty, I guess. <laughs> no, uh, no, that didn't make you mad. Yeah, and sore. Your back would be sore after doing that. Yes. Who's back? Uh, it is it, hers. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, later that year, 1957, he fell from a swing and was knocked unconscious with a head injury. <laughs> this fucker can't go across the street. His eyelid was punctured by a stick. You know what that reminds me of, though? Remember Timmy talking about crossing the street or whatever? And Timmy was crossing the street shuffling because every day he's shuffling. He don't, his, his feet don't even leave the ground. And he was walking across the he's street. He's his own hovercraft. And he got hit by a car. He got hit by a rearview mirror on a car. I did. A long time ago. And it, well, But my question is, why was your head that low? I don't like, were you, I wasn't watching. I got hit. Did you Clearly see? Clearly you weren't watching because you were looking down. Did you see the car? I just heard the brakes. The only thing I heard. The side view mirror. And the thing was, I watched. And knocked the, you out. The thing is, I watched the movie Ghost the night the night before, <laughs> and I jumped up real quick, and I thought, oh shit, I'm gonna look down and see my dead body, but I was alive. Didn't want to spoil the ending for you. But. Yeah. Well. Back to I Bobby just, Joe. Yeah. In so, 1950, you got another name there, Colonel. Don't get to make fun, huh? Bobby. Got Joe. another name. Um, well, I was thinking about something presidential. Uh-huh. Um, Woodrow Wacker. <laughs> what? <laughs> in 1958, Bobby's mother took several trips back to West Virginia where she visited her uh, his father. So they started dating again. Bobby did not like this because no. he wanted to be the man in the house, and he would throw tantrums when his father was around. In 1959, Bobby failed the first grade in Miami. In 1960, at the age of seven, Bobby was thrown from a bicycle into a parked car. Of course he was. <laughs> Injuries included the loss of several teeth and a severe concussion. So he pretty much full, full-blown full retard at this well, point. Well, I, I don't know about his inner. You can't get hit in the head that many times capacity. and be, be well, okay. You have. Yeah, hmm? she's got a point. Oh, yeah. Uh, so in 1960, Bobby's parents remarried. He was very upset at this because he wanted his mom all to himself. Well, of course um, he did. He should have kept his babies. She <laughs> did pass. Then he could have his dad all to himself. <laughs> yeah. He did pass the first grade on the second attempt. Yes. Good job. Bobby. At first, she don't Bobby. succeed. Bobby yeah. Thirteen. Uh, and then the whole family, uh, that was in Florida, and then the whole family reunited in West Virginia. Now and it spring, felt so good. In the spring of 1961. Families Bobby, do tend to reunite and unite in uh-huh. West Virginia. In the spring of 1961. Over and over again. Over and over again, yeah. Sometimes Bobby, it doesn't feel so good. In the spring of 1961, Bobby was hit by a car. <laughs> Did nobody teach this some bitch how to cross the road or nothing? What is this, Ray Charles, motherfucker? He, right. he hit his face on the car bumper and knocked at, knocked him unconscious. He was hospitalized for several weeks he in West Virginia as a result of these injuries. In the same year, Bobby nearly died when he darted in front of a car. 
the what car. Is this? You can't just, <laughs> see, not realize that they move. It's Darwinism, I think. The car knocked him 15 feet in the air. <laughs> he badly injured his teeth and left his uh, left him with a deformed jaw. So he not only fucked up the grill of the car, he fucked up his own grill, too. These cars are coming out of nowhere hitting me. God damn. <laughs> you can't swing. They tend to be in the road, you know? can't, can't swing a dead cat without getting hit without by a car. Without hitting a car. <laughs> also in 1961, he fell from a pony <laughs> and landed on his head, leaving him dizzy and nauseous for several weeks. This is a motherfucker growing God. up to be a stump, man. At the age of nine... Not a good one. Tell me he gets hit by another car. <laughs> no. At the age of nine... He hit by a train. In 1962, Bobby fell from a fence <laughs> and it required several stitches left side of his head. In 1963... You would think it wouldn't even hurt at this point, you know? Uh, in 1963, Craig had some good drugs. 1963, his parents' uh, marriage failed again. Sad to say, he needs a, he needs a safer. <laughs> so he moved back to bubble wrap. Moved, they moved back to Florida with his mom and uh, in a crowded house with his aunts, and he started sharing his bed again with his mom. <laughs> Uh, he was uh, he struggled in school. I know it's hard to believe. Shocking. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was often teased by other students uh, because of his deformed jaw and teeth. <laughs> it was around this time that his mother began to work two jobs as a waitress and a bartender. Now Bobby felt neglected and he was very resentful of his mother wearing sexy clothing clothing to the bar where she worked. He well, is other Mormon men, Bates. But he did like her to wear the sexy lingerie when he slept with her. Yeah, yeah, and she came I, to bed. Yeah, doesn't I know research right. Bobby became uh, verbally started becoming verbally abusive to his mother around this time when he was twelve. Uh, she began bringing men home every night, and as I mentioned, he would sleep on the bedroom floor while she entertained her visitors. Around, uh, around this time, Bobby shot the family dog in the vagina. <laughs> that is not funny. I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> you made that up. No, no, no. You shot in the vagina and killed it. I, I mean, it, well, yes, goes, I will do that. This goes with the narrative, I think, of if you shoot hating women, women, vagina, hating women. I shot the shepherd. No, that's not funny, man. Right shot in the vagina. Shot her in the vagina. He shot the dog. Was he trying vagina. to assault her? And I, 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 think he, her I think it's you know indicative of his anger toward women. You know, I'm guessing. I don't know. It ain't easy to find a dog vagina either. I guess is it? Lift it. You gotta lift the legs up. There has to be some cooperation, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you're saying the dog... Don't blame the victim. The yes. dog has one. No. The dog was just prancing no, around with his tail. Prancing around, him. had a short skirt on. <laughs> he, he claimed he shot the dog because he resented his mother feeding the dog filet mignon <laughs> while he was eating hamburger. That pissed you off. Hamburger helper. That will piss you off. That will piss me off. If I was getting, if I was getting hamburger, what, what my dog was getting me. filet mignon. What kind of, what kind of steak? Filet mignon. Okay. Thank you. Bobby was when he was six, thirteen. That was in nineteen sixty-six. God, he spent his, he met his girlfriend. Who so at twelve years old, he already a cooter shooter. Yeah. That's your next video. That's my next video. That's the next video. The Colonel in cooter, cooter shooter. <laughs> that could be a name too. Um, he met uh, the love of his life, Cynthia, who he would later marry. 
Yeah, I'm sure she was a winner. No, I should say that. I'm sure she's a nice person. Well, she was a cousin. I mean, so. <laughs> he confided in her. Sharing. Does she know how to walk across the street without getting hit by a car? You know what? I actually seen this lady interviewed, and she seemed really nice. So I don't want to make fun of her. But she, you know, um, they had this real long relationship. She was very protective of it. She, he confided yeah, I in guess so. <laughs> have to Somebody like, had to protect this yeah. Otherwise, like, he would have never made it to 18. Otherwise, it's like Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles on a road yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah. He confided in her and shared that, that his mother embarrassed him by wearing revealing outfits and shamed him by bringing home different men every night. So, you know, he had issues with that. So, uh, I got a quick question. Um, Casey, did the devil ever embarrass you by the kind of outfits she wore and the men she would bring home and... I mean, dancing on the pole and whatnot. Well, I never went and watched her dance at the pole. When she was working at the Brass Hat, I, I didn't. I mean, it embarrassed me that she did it, but I didn't go watch. Okay. That'd be sick. In her college softball lesbian days, was that a problem with the family? We It was hush-hush. It was, it was yeah, don't didn't. ask, don't tell? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Just kidding. Yeah, living in denial. Okay. That's how, how we do. That's how we do in our family. Hey. Just, deny, just, deny, just deny, keep deny. everything way down low. Keep you know, that's, that's, that's the best way sometimes. So um, him uh, around 13, so he was a little girlfriend, Cynthia. Around 13, he, be, he began sleeping in a separate bed from his mother. So There you go. Yeah, so. Go team. But at the same age as when he started developing breast. Um, he had surgery. So to, he didn't need his mama no more. He well, could just play with his own breasts. Uh, That's why he went to his own room. It apparently <laughs> caused him quite a heartache to be have, to grow breasts. He had to have them removed for a painful surgery. The, uh, he had the excess uh, breast tissue removed. But his ca- classmates teased him relentlessly yeah. about having breast. Yeah, imagine they were just it. jealous. Bobby <laughs> lost his virginity. I, at age, I had my own pair. Of <laughs> he lost his virginity at uh, age fourteen to Cynthia, girlfriend. In 1967. How old was you when you lost your virginity, Timmy? I don't want to say. Uh, in 1967, unless we're all going to self, if we're all going to confess. Come on, Devil. Let us know. What? Come on, let us know. Fess up. Come on. I'm not going first. <laughs> I think I was 16, if I remember right. I was 15. Right. I was Casey. 15. 17. 12, 15, <laughs> 12, 13. All right. No. She got a Milky Way. <laughs> no. Of course, the dude was 64, but. <laughs> no, he wasn't. All right. Nothing wrong with that. We're no, not judging. He wasn't. We're not judging. No, you. you have all been a lot of judge. was 64 and paid her $200. <laughs> yeah. We're not judging. Well, well he had to eat his weight prep for Social Security check. <laughs> you, of all people, will not judge. I'm just saying. It's. it's some people frown upon the age difference is all I'm saying. Yeah, do they? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. What is an acceptable age difference? Uh, after 25, it's... It's game, game on. Yeah, game game on. on. Yeah. Okay. Think about high school girls. No, I get really? older and they say the same age. So, the, so people like me and you... People like me and you... What's, what's our limit? Well, you're older than me. I'm only... I'm only a year older than you. No. You're, how old are you now? I'll be 55. Like 52. Right. So I'm three years older. Oh my god, you guys are so old. Ah. Anyway, uh, ah. Yeah, I don't know. What what age are you comfortable with, 
Well, how old I'm today? trying to get. Con- I'm trying to. Get I know you are, and I'm turning the table. Well, and you guys better hurry because you're both eventually going to. Your penises will shrink, and you'll basically well, have vaginas and become women. He, he already has the ED, so <laughs> doesn't yeah, matter. So you're basically all, a woman it, now. It's all. <laughs> I'm going to be a Viagra spokesman. It's all hypothetical. I got me two. I got me two hypothetical. Hypothetical. I got me hypothetical with an O. Hypothetical. Yeah. Hypodermic. All right. I got me two bathtubs in my backyard. I'm gonna be in the Cialis spokesman. Get you two bathtubs in the backyard. I think that's so stupid. Yeah, you know the commercial bathtubs. Yeah, Yeah, bathtubs. That's what he said. Yes, we said said bathtubs. All right. (laughs) Bathtubs. I don't know where the hell I'm at. Okay. Oh. Uh, oh, it's different when he lost his, he lost his virginity. Okay. Yeah, yeah 14. He lost, yeah, he lost his virginity at 14. So, uh, hey, he's a bigger slut. he fell than, off her and got a concussion. He's a bigger slut than me and Chuck and Casey. Yeah. Combined. Not the devil, though. Yeah. In 1967, at the age of 15, he was accused of stealing a car. The start, the trial was his first uh, run-in with the law. The charges were eventually dropped. In 1970, he tried to steal it, or he got hit by it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe both. In 1970, at the age of 17, he was arrested for receiving public or stolen property. These charges were also eventually dropped. He got in a lot of trouble. In 1970, he dropped out of school twice in the 10th grade. It was this time that he started to grow apart from his mother and begin displaying Aww. violent tendencies toward her. In 1971, uh, when he turned 18, he was accused of raping a girl, but was released when police determined the victim was lying. There was a lack of evidence. And also, in 1971, he re-enrolled in the 10th grade and was eventually expelled. So he dropped out twice and he was expelled once. In the and I don't think grade. they let you in. As, that was in a again, stellar, you're 25. That was a stellar year for him in the 10th grade. In the spring of that year, Bobby received seven uh, traffic t- or motor vehicle tickets in a single day in separate in- incidents. I don't know if he was driving or he was just getting hit by cars. Right. But... But he was found to be at fault. At fault in seven different motor vehicle, seven different motor vehicle tickets in separate incidents in one day. At the age of 19, he enlisted in the Army because we need good men like him in the Army. Yes. Uh, to be an electrician's assistant. He was stationed at Homestead Air Force Base in Homestead, Florida, near Miami. It was here during in the Army that he earned his GED, so good for him. There you go. In 19, January of 1974, he married his long-term girlfriend, Cynthia, but the honeymoon did not last long. One month later, Bobby was uh, seriously injured in his motor- when his motorcycle collided with a moving car. <laughs> Does he not realize that they moved? <laughs> he spent several months in the hospital, and he had ex- and experienced a serious blow. He spent several months in the hospital as he had experienced a serious blow to the head, yeah. uh, injury to his shoulder, and serious damage to his uh, legs. Again. Right. Now, the, dodger, the doctors considered amputating... His head? No, his, his, his head. head. At the neck? <laughs> his leg, but they decided against it. And this probably should have went for that This could be on. another one of those podcasts where we do a drinking game, Timmy. <laughs> Every time this retard motherfucker gets hit in the head, we, uh, we somebody drink. got to take, yeah. a drink. take a shot. It took its toll on him. While in the hospital, uh, it did. <laughs> after this incident, though, something clicked in him. Uh, while in the hospital, his sex drive increased dramatically. It was those nurses in the boobies. Uh, he requested uh, boobies. he requested uh, frequent sex from Cynthia every time she visited the hospital, and uh, nurse the hospital nurses noted that he masturbated five to six times a day. 
They noted it. Yeah, they noted it in, his, that, in his chart. Is that excessive? Is that excessive? Is that a lot? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently. Says you. <laughs> yeah, in 1974, he was discharged from the Army for medical reasons resulting from the accident. Excessive masturbation. Uh, yet, <laughs> unemployment left him with a lot of time on his hands. Standing guard. And a lot of lotion. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is where he devised a plan to meet women through classified ads. In 1976, Cynthia gave birth to their first child, a son, Chip Off the Old Block. Um, and Bobby began attending uh, community college. Uh, things started to sour in the marriage. He's become <laughs> verbally and physically abusive to Cynthia. Uh, and he was arrested in 1976 for assault and battery uh, against Cynthia. The couple tried to work things out, and they had a second child. However, the physical abuse continued, and Cynthia finally filed for divorce in 1980. Without uh, Cynthia, Bobby kind of lost it. He moved around the country, including brief periods of time with his parents in West Virginia. He finally relocated to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, got a job as an x-ray technician. I moved in with a girlfriend, not a girlfriend, but a friend who was just, you know, a girl who was just a friend of his, uh, so they could share rent expenses. But this arrangement did not last long uh, because uh, he tried to rape her. I was going to say, I bet he tried <laughs> that's to rape a bu- her. Well, that's a deal killer. It's a deal yeah, breaker. Do you get your security deposit back when uh, you try to? You, you, you know, get, it's one thing. They're going to be able to people's court, man. To put the empty milk carton back yeah. when you're a roommate. But when you try to rape somebody, because yeah. there ain't nothing worse than being in the middle. You know, you're sleeping. Yeah, they, sudden, that, uh, you know, you got things yeah. poking at you. And yeah, this should be. It's called got, marriage. Probably should have had a no rape clause in that uh, lease. Just, if there was in the no roommate, roommate agreement. Roommate yeah. agreement. Yeah. Clearly no roommate agreement. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, that did not go well. I can uh, do his dirty dishes, but he tried to rape me. He had to go. The police determined evidence to be insufficient for prosecution, so he didn't He didn't get... You know, he didn't, wasn't I'll tell you what, those were the days to be a rapist, really. Yeah, they just I mean, was, they didn't have they all believe, the DNA swab yeah, and, and plus, yeah, I think there was a... Probably some, you know, probably blame the victim a lot. Well, back then, if you didn't have bruises on your face yeah. and whatnot, you didn't get. It was like, no oh, you didn't resist enough. Uh, two weeks later, after that incident, uh, Susan, that uh, was his roommate, claimed that he had, they had a physical confrontation, and she claimed he pushed her down a flight of stairs. Pushed her. Pushed her. Pushed her. In uh, October of 1981, Susan filed a misdemeanor battery charge against him. He pleaded no contest and was uh, uh, later <coughs> no contest, and he was also charged for that and also for sending obscene material to a 12-year-old Tampa girl. Yes. Um, that the evidence um, traced the police was they were tracing the evidence back to his house and, his, and to uh, to his phone. I guess he called her too. So Bobby decided it was time to you know get out of Florida. So he moved back to West Virginia for a while, then he went out to California for a while. Got a job out in California as an x-ray technician at the uh, Huntington Veterans Administration. He was described as a polite and a very good worker. However, he was fired two months later for making uh, women patients undress needlessly. There you go. I guess you know, gonna take an X-ray of her wrist and uh, I, take I, off right. your blouse for that. <laughs> yeah. Take off your panties. Take yeah. off your underwear. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You got carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Bobby moved, then moved back to Florida where he stood, yeah, he faced the charges of assault and battery and uh, for, you know, with his uh, former roommate and also for sending the naked pictures to the 12-year-old. Both charges were eventually dropped. This guy, man, he never has to suffer any consequences. On March the 6th, 1984, he committed his first premeditated rape where he selected a a victim from a newspaper ad, uh, a woman in Newport, Richley, Florida. Uh, She had an ad where she was selling her house, and he'd come over to look at it, and then he... She was alone, and you know he raped her. Which I understand by realtors and stuff. That's a real. That's a uh, yeah. That's yeah. a threat. I mean, that's something that they deal with on a on a daily basis. Um, this was just one of fifty rapes that Long was suspected of committing. Fifty rapes. Yeah, committed during his. Uh, oh, rape he was spray. jacking off every half hour. Yeah, I know. How was he going to rape anybody? Yeah. This son bitch must was, have been able uh, to get it on every ten minutes. Must have been. It takes me the 15 between. So then uh, he graduated to Mudda. So on March 27, 1984, he committed his first murder. Uh, it was a 20-year-old prostitute named Artis Wick. And he Good. picked her up in Tampa. But strangled. What a name is Artis. I mean, yeah. I don't want to pick on the big That's one. actually my stepdad's name. But, but it's usually it's a man's, guy, name. man's yeah. name, right? Okay. But he strangled her after he was he was unsatisfied with the rape. The rape just wasn't quite up to par for him. So he was pissed off. So he strangled her. I would bet I would bet her heart just wasn't in it. I bet it was. She was just going through the motions. Yeah, she was faking it. She was faking it. Yeah, you know it's you know it's not paying for that. (laughs) Maybe maybe she didn't fight him and he wanted someone that's going to fight. I mean you know I don't know. Hard to say, but it Uh, didn't turn out well. In April of '84, he abducted Mary Hicks at gunpoint. Uh, as she drove in her Jaguar. Uh, Devil, what do you think about this one? What? Darth Invader. <laughs> I like that. Only if you do the voice, too. I am your That's father. That's not it. You Devil. have to get it like a voice changer. I am your no, father. You gotta say, no, you got to say, um, call me daddy. Call me daddy, Devil. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, let's see. She escaped. Hicks escaped by deliberately crashing the car and fleeing from fleeing from him. So, yet again, he's been in another car crash. Yeah. Um, he would later be forced to only pay damages on the vehicle plus serve three years probation. See, he gets out of... I mean, uh, he abducts this woman, carjacks, takes off... They take off, you know, he's kidnapped her, basically, and he gets three, yeah. three years probation. Yeah. Uh, in May of 84, Bobby raped and murdered Jen Tai Long. Vietnamese dancer. Yeah. I'm, working, I'm working on it. Anytime you 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 well, you rape the Vietnamese women, you're, be, be you're horny an hour later. 
Oh, my God. Okay, so the victim was a 20-year-old Asian woman who had recently quit her job as an exotic dancer. Uh, she, she was, was turning her life around. She, they always are. Yeah. She's probably starting school. She probably yeah. was. Medical she was working school. on her doctorate. Yeah. Yeah. Medical school. Yeah. Uh, she was walking home, and Long drove up beside her. Why this son of a bitch has a car? Long drove up beside her and offered her a ride, but she accepted. He then drove her to a wooded area, ordered her to remove her clothes, and tied her hands behind her back before forcing her to lie face down on the seat. He raped her, then removed her from the car and assaulted her with a series of punches until she became powerless. He then strangled her to death with a piece of rope and left the body at the scene. The nude corpse was left with the legs spread very wide open. Yeah, that's what he did with all of his victims. He would have them in these obscene... He would, he would leave them in these obscene positions. I'm thinking about one where I have a character that steals from the rich and gives to the poor. Uh-huh. I'm gonna call it Throbbing Robin, Wood. Throbbing Wood. Throbbing Wood. I like that. I would. Th- I would think that the character out of there for you would be Little John. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. That's a good point. Hey, that would be more your. If speed. I had a sports theme, it would just be Magic Johnson. Go ahead. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> On May 27th of '84, so still in May of '84, the body of two-year-old Michelle Sims was discovered. She was a Coquette prostitute. Who well, accepted that's pretty harsh for well, you to say that? Yeah, I'm not making a judgment. It's written here. I mean, we don't <laughs> say that stuff about you. Yeah, she was a coquette prostitute who had te- accepted a job with Long as she walked along Kennedy Boulevard in Tampa. Long repeated his pattern of forcing the victims to undress before tying her hands behind her back. Long drove her to Lover's Lane, raped her in the car, and then attempted to strangle her outside the vehicle. That don't sound very loving to me. Well, Sims then put up a fight, and he grabbed a knife and slashed her throat several times. The corpse was found with the rope still around the cut neck lying on the ground, and her bloody clothes were found hanging from a nearby tree. Also found at the scene were red fibers, human hair, a bare footprint, tire tracks, and spooge. Yeah, the the spooge. Spooge. Man. What yeah. about uh? So crazy DNA everywhere. You know, like, clean up after yourself. Common courtesy. Common courtesy. Don't go. You go spunking all over the place, not cleaning up. Here we go, Timmy. Uh, <gasps> be spunk Nick. Hmm. <laughs> spunk Nick. <laughs> you can be In- spunk Nick. Indiana Bona and the Temple of the Womb. The Temple of Poon. The Temple of Poon. The Temple of Poon. Indiana Bona and the Temple of Poon. No, I don't like that one. The uh, the recurring thing in these uh Spunk Nick is um, they keep finding red fiber. So. Is that from his car, or is that part of his brain leaking yeah. out? Let her read it. You know, Please. I can just imagine this guy's like the the character from the, the Frog and Frogger, <laughs> just like trying to cross the road. <laughs> I know. Level <laughs> level one. He's like hey, scooter. He's like scooter. He's like scooter. During the early summer of '84, classified ads. Classified ad rape, rapes and robberies continued in the Pinellas County area. You just could not put a ad in the paper without taking one in the pop up. Well, you know, he, yeah. At least he wasn't shooting <laughs> them in the vagina. No, I guess. That's well, I guess he was, so to speak. But on June 8th of '84, Bobby Joe murdered 22-year-old Elizabeth Loudenbach. The victim accepted a ride from Long when walking home to her Tampa home in the late afternoon. After driving a while, Long tied her up and raped her at gunpoint. 
He then drove her to an orange grove in Brandon, Florida, and savagely sodomized the victim. Oh, he then decided. He then decided to untie her and told her to put her clothes back on and return to the car. What the hell? Long later told police that he decided to strangle her with a rope only after listening to her incessant crying. Bitch kept crying. Bitch would not shut up. She kept crying, so he strangled her. He's a peach. He is a peach. He then threw her body in the shrubs. After killing her, he found her ATM card along with the PIN number in her wallet. See, you never put you your Never put them together. Pin. No. Never put, see, these people just... It's almost like you're asking for it. Well, no, I guess at that point she was uh, deceased, so it probably didn't matter. But well, still, still, listeners, never put your PIN number with your card. Uh, uh, or you get raped, killed, and thrown in shrubs. Or at least you get your you get ripped off. Yes. What do you think about a rock bean? Squirt okay. Cobain. I like it. Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> For the listeners out there right now, I wish you could see the devil's face. <laughs> what do you think about Oliver Holmes? <laughs> Oliver Winger Holmes. Oliver Holmes. Like Oliver. No, I get it. A, I got a, it. It's a play on words. I got it. It's a play on words. I got it. Okay. It wasn't good, but I got it. Okay, just. I'm afraid what else I'm going to get if I keep sitting close to you. Uh, let's see. He used the bank card to withdraw cash from her account at several banks over the next couple of hours. On June 18th, I hope she had a limit. I hope she had a limit. Well, she probably had a $200 limit. Uh, At this time, let's see. Yeah, but he did it every five hours. On June 18th, they found Elizabeth Elizabeth Loudenbach's body badly decomposed. The corpse only weighed 25 pounds and was found fully clothed with the rope still around its neck. Harry Twatter, really? How about <laughs> Harry Twatter and a Colonel Stone? What about Spankenstein? Let's just put that one out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, there we go. Spankenstein. There. Listeners, remember, put your suggestions up on the podcast page. Yeah, oh, please. That's <laughs> wonderful. All right, so so they found Elizabeth Loudenbeck's body. Around this time, like Long that. went on an overnight visit to see his kids. The children lived with his ex-wife in Hollywood, Florida. And Long began a new job at Tampa General Hospital. How's these hospitals keep hiring a guy? The job would only last a couple of months before Long was fired for failing to earn advanced x-ray certification. People from the hospital said Long talked about sex all the time and didn't react well to his female supervisors. On July 17th of 84, Long was sentenced for the attempted abduction of Mary Hicks. He was only charged $1,500 for the damage to her Jaguar. Plus Jaguar. 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 Plus three years probation. So, again, he's given probation and damages. Stupid. What about Johnny Depp? Uh, Johnny Depp. I think you really need to go with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) (laughs) Just straight out the gate. (laughs) See, not all of our listeners are uh, Chocolate Factory women like you are, Devil. Let's see. On September Brittany is. Well, on September seventh, nineteen eighty four. Velveeta cheese. <laughs> what did you call it? Velveeta cheese. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? All right. So, twenty-one-year-old Vicky Elliott was reported missing by her employer when she failed to report to her job at the Ramada Inn coffee shop. 
When searching, well, she had a good job. I, she did. When searching her apartment, police discovered an airline ticket for an upcoming trip to visit her parents. The police determined that her disappearance was not intentional. <laughs> now, if I do some, if I want to do some Wolverine or Broadway, uh-huh. I'd be huge Jackman. Yeah. yeah. You know, somebody get you down off a horse. (laughs) On September 30th, 1984, he raped and murdered 18-year-old Chanel Devon Williams. Again, the victim was a hooker. He was picked up by Long as she was walking home late in the evening. He beat her, forced her to undress, tied her hands behind her back, forced her to lie face down on the reclined front seat of his car, and then he beat her again. Long drove toward Morris Bridge Road and stopped his car near the entrance road to a cattle ranch. He raped Chanel from behind while she was still on the front seat. He then pulled her from the car and attempted to strangle her, but the athletic girl struggled for her survival. Long took out his gun, shot her once in the back of the head, and pushed her lifeless body under a wire fence. As he drove away, Long tossed Chanel... He's not really that concerned about being caught, either. No, he's he's pretty... uh Take a lot of risk. Long tossed Chanel's clothes from his car. Her underpants landed on the fence, and her bra landed on the entrance gate to the ranch because no one will notice them there. She was discovered on October 7th of 84. Later that day, Long rapes, strangles, and murders Kimberly Hopps, a 22 year old prostitute. On October 13th, 1984, the day before his birthday, Long rapes and murders Karen Beth Drinsfred. Drinsfred. The victim was well known to police for her drug addiction and grand larceny problems. That evening, the victim climbed into Long's car, offering sex in exchange for the money she needed to support her drug addiction. Long then undressed, bound, and raped the woman before giving her to an or- driving her to an orange grove where he strangled and raped her again. He paused when startled by the sound of barking dogs. Really uncalled for. She was yeah. going to give it to she him. She was going to, well, she was going to sell it to him. She was going to sell it to him. Concerned he would be caught, he waited quietly in his car with the corpse until he felt he was safe. He then wrapped the body in a beach blanket and shoved her in the trunk of his car. He left the bound corpse in another orange grove, leaving the body underneath a tree. The next day, that body was discovered. On October 31st of 84, the mummified body of 22-year-old Kimberly Hopps was found. She's just dumb bodies everywhere. She had been... What? He thinks people... Can't swing a dead cat without hitting a dead (laughs) He just figures people think they got hit by cars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well... Happened to him enough times. It's got to be commonplace in society. (laughs) All right, well... They found her body. See, he, this says the body was discovered the next day, but that's a lie. I don't know why Tim put that. Um, On October 31st, 1984, that the mummified body of 22-year-old Kimberly Hopps was found. She'd been dead for three weeks, but the body was preserved in a patch of mud. Ooh. Mud. So this guy is just on rampage. He's yeah. Going crazy. 84 was not a good year for Florida, Florida hookers. Yeah. So what happens next, Chuck? Well, I don't, well, I don't know, because it's not his turn. I don't um, think there's a lot of years that are really good for Florida hookers. It's uh, hot. They're, but they're warm. They're in the Sunshine State. Yeah, but you're walking hot streets all the time. Yeah. On October well, 3rd... Apparently it's easy to get a ride. Well, <laughs> uh, 
every retard in the free world stopping to ask you. <laughs> uh, on November 3rd, 1984, Long kidnapped 17-year-old Lisa McVeigh. Oh, he snatched the victim by her hair as she rode home from work. She rode her bike home from work. So this girl isn't even asking for a ride or walking or anything. She's She's minding her business. Yeah, she was uh, coming down the street and she saw him ahead of her and she was kind of worried. You know, she kind of noticed it and then I saw her interview him. And um, then she got, when she got, he kind of pulled into a parking lot ahead of her and then when she got up to him, he grabbed her. At gunpoint, he forced her in his car, forced her to perform oral sex on him while he drove back to his apartment. Now, see, that that's where he crossing a line. Now, how many times you say the signs, texting and driving? Yeah. Do not text and drive, listeners. And do not get oral sex while you're in control of a 3,000-pound vehicle. Shut up. <laughs> that's just dangerous. So discourage that behavior. At his I was going to say, what's wrong with him? I don't know. It's ridiculous. At his, that's at, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Me too. At his apartment, he continuously raped McVeigh, took her in the shower with him, and treated her like a girlfriend figure, continuously telling her that she was pretty. Oh, he wanted the pretty girlfriend girl, experience. Pretty girl. Yeah. He was paying extra, I guess. So pretty. I wonder yeah, if he paid extra for these prostitutes GFE. after he killed her. GFE. Uh, he attempted to sodomize her, but stopped when she told him that it hurt her. Yeah, While in the bedroom, <laughs> he's considered a gentleman rapist. <laughs> While in the bedroom, he left the gun in on the nightstand, but he eventually took the bullets out of his gun so he wouldn't feel compelled to kill her. Because uh, yeah. he's a giver. Yeah. He exhibited odd behavior that had not been present before, such as blow drying her hair, oh. giving her a ham sandwich after realizing that she must be hungry. And telling her he wished they had met under different circumstances. Yeah, probably. Probably that uh, we met some different another place, another time. Not, yeah. me, not me grabbing you off the bicycle. <laughs> right. If you had just been on Christian Mingle, yeah, and, and or, liked my profile. Yeah, we met through a mutual friend, but twenty-six hours could later. Never be. Twenty-six hours later, Long returned McVeigh to her home. He blindfolded her and instructed the victim to tell authorities that her perpetrator was black, had long, greasy hair, and a pockmarked face. Oh, yeah. Blame it on the black guy. On their way home, Long stopped at a bank, stepping out of the vehicle long enough for the victim to peek out of the corner of the blindfold. From this quick peek, McVeigh was able to identify the color of the car, the location of the bank, and other landmarks that would later help identify Long to police. Long dropped McVeigh off in a parking lot and gave her a kiss goodbye, telling her to take care. Give her. I think he, lo- he was falling in love with her. Well, at about 4.30 a.m., she got home and got her father up, and they immediately went to the police. Later, later interview, 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 interviews were revealed that the victim went through a period of congestion where she expressed interest in staying with Wong. Like the Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. On November 6, 1984, the body of 18-year-old Virginia Johnson was found dismembered in a field. The officers on the scene found a skull and upper torso dressed in a tank top, a heavy shoelace, and a piece of fabric twisted around the neck. Upon closer inspection, the officer noticed a heart-shaped pendant still around the neck. It appeared that the corpse dismemberment could be the result of the body's exposure to the nature to nature or animals. On November 10, 1984, Long murdered 21-year-old Kimberly Swan. This victim was a nude dancer 
and a oh, she's an artist. Yes, she's expressionist. Yes, yes. Uh, and a narcotics user. Oh, later this evening, sounds judgmental. To me. Later this evening, she was driving while intoxicated, while Long pulled his car next to hers and signaled Swan to pull over. Once pulled over, she accepted Long's offer for a ride to get a drink. They argued in the car, so instead of even bothering to rape her, he strangled her and dumped her body on the side of the highway. Some accounts cite that Long was ready to be done with whip, with the woman once she began vomiting. That's body, a big turn. Yeah, yeah I really can see it, that. Yeah, That's a turn off. Once someone vomits on you, you just want to give them, put them in a taxi and send them home. Yeah, or kill them and dump them. Well, right. or both. Right. So the body of Kimberly Swan was discovered by highway construction workers two days later. Aww. And that brings us to uh, the investigation that takes place. So what happens next, Casey? On the 15th of November in 1984, Long was pulled over for having a similar vehicle uh, as to the one described by McVeigh. Uh, he was photographed and released uh, when police were li- unable to link him due to any other verifiable evidence. That dude, man, he has He's slippery. He is slippery. I've heard a lot of your podcasts have been like that, where you'll yeah. see somebody gets away three or four or five times. So anyway, he did not confess to the uh, murders or rapes. Uh, he felt though that he was had been caught, uh, but he was relieved and then surprised that they let him go. Yeah, he just, I mean, he just really lucky. He should be surprised. Yeah. Well, at this point, you think he'd be surprised that they ever catch him. Uh, the police began to serve uh, surveillance of him after suspecting he was in connection in some way or form with the murders. Uh, the next day, the body of 21-year-old Vicki Elliott was discovered. Uh, that murder was uh, committed two months prior to his arrest. Uh, on November 16, 1984, police decided not to wait any longer and arrested Bobby Joe Long on a warrant for abduction, kidnapping, and involuntary sexual battery of Lisa McVeigh. Jeez. At the time of his capture, Long was wanted by three jurisdictions in Tampa who collected forensic evidence, including clothing, carpet fibers, uh, ligature marks, rope knots, and brandy. Spooge. Spooge. Yeah, those red fibers, that seemed to be the thing that they'd always, they was able to And the spooge. And the spooge. And the spooge. Trace back to his um, car, and of course, spunk, they trace back to his testicles, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you get, you're guessing? I'm guessing. You're guessing. Well, good. <laughs> Rob, I was thinking about this. Um, no, you weren't. I, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking about this. Are you going to say something stupid? No, because we're all on the edge of our seat I'm, waiting uh, for you to say something stupid. It's a movie. I yeah. was thinking about doing my, maybe my first movie. And, uh, the Sperminator. Edward Penis Hands. The Sperminator. <laughs> and it'd be like, I'll be in your crack. You know, like he says, I'll be back. I'll be in your No, crack. no, I got it. <laughs> or get on your back. You know, I, something uh, like that. I, I spoke too soon when I said you was going to say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Penis Hands. You could do that one. Ooh, that would hurt. <laughs> You'd need like ten ladies. <laughs> you had penis fans. I could have taken care of my penis fingers. I swear to God, I saw this on the news. In Japan, they have a penis festival every year, and they oh, yeah? Just, yeah, they just had. My that. buddy's been there. Oh really? Because he when he works for Toyota and he's in he goes to Japan a lot and he was there for it. The pictures are hilarious. 
Yeah. Look, it, look it up, listeners. It's hilarious. I don't know if I want to go to a peanut festival. It's funny. I was the grand marshal. Sounds like a sausage festival to me. Sounds like a sausage. Sounds like a sausage sword fight. Sounds like sword fight. Grand marshal. I'm the grand marshal at a penis festival. Well, you are the biggest dick around. <laughs> okay. Robert Long was arrested on November 16, 1984, and charged with sexual battery and kidnapping of Lisa McVeigh. Long signed a formal Miranda waiver and consented to any questioning. After the detectives procured a confession for the McVeigh case, their questioning began focusing on a series of unsolved sexual batteries and homicides pending in the area. As the detectives began to question him about the murders, he replied... I'd rather not answer that. It's just, I'd rather not. Who's the best, really? Wait, what was it? Who really is the best answer? Wait, what was it? Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I don't know what you're talking about. I'd rather not answer that. By this time, he couldn't even remember. (laughs) Probably. Hell, it's been so long ago. Uh, the tech mother did it. The detectives continued to interrogate him, handed him uh, long uh, photographs of various murder victims at this point. Long stated, the complexion of things sure have changed since you come back into the room. I think I might need my attorney. Yeah. <laughs> no attorney. You, know, you really need to keep one on retainer if you're right to the stuff that he's doing. However, <laughs> rape 50 people, it's good to have an attorney's number. However, yeah. they said, screw you, we're not giving you a fratern- uh, an attorney. And Long eventually confessed to the eight murders in Hillsborough County and one murder in Pasco County. No more Yankee, my wanky. Fiber evidence, uh, evidence analysis by the FBI linked his vehicle to most of the victims. After the official interrogation began, he confessed to murdering, murdering at least eight women. He would later be tried in another county for an additional murder. On November 18, 1984, Bobby Joe appeared. Bobby Joe appeared before County Judge Perry Little. That's a good porn name for you. Perry Little. Perry Little. Yeah. Dick Tiny. Dick Tiny. <laughs> Richard Smalls. You know, I was thinking about one for you, Devil. Me. If you decide to be a porn star, you could be uh, yeah, decided to. There's probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. There's probably if some. Uh, if you went back to porn, there you go. Yeah. If you was to go back to porn, devil, mm-hmm. you could be a uh, Pope Mahanas. Yeah. Go ahead, like Casey. Uh, November 18, 1984, Bobby Joe appeared again. Appeared in court. He was charged with eight counts of murder and sexual battery and nine counts of kidnapping. He was also charged with violating his probation. Well, that's the one that'll get you. <laughs> that yeah. is. Yeah. It'll get you every time. And pretty clear cut. Shut it and dry case there. Yeah. On November 22nd, 1984, Artist Wick's remains were discovered. They were estimated uh, to be six to eight months old. Wick was thought to be Long's first murder victim. On November 28th, 1984, a judge ruled that a grand jury will hear, would hear Long's case, uh, and he continued to be held in custody during that time. On uh, December 4th, Pasco County Circuit Court judge determined that Long would stand trial for the murder of Virginia Johnson. On January 18th, 1985, a private investigator notifies police that he has a copy of a letter Long had written while in custody. And in that letter, Long detailed an escape plan, a plot, a plot to kill a girl well, and a suicide plan. He is, he's quite the planner. 
Well, he can't even cross the fucking road. I was going to say, he might get hit by a car during the uh, escape. <laughs> you know, that'll always throw a dent in your plans. <laughs> and well, and your head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, damn it, I had the escape plan. I didn't yeah. see a fucking car coming. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew there were cars on this road? On roads. On I, roads. It's like people get hit by trains. It's like, yeah. I'm shocked there's a train here. I don't think I'd be climbing fences if I was there. He's fell from a dozen of them. Yep. On January 21st, 1980... Sounds like you as a kid. <laughs> it does. On January 21st, 1984, long... And you're the one that got tipped over on her bike by a three-legged dog. I did. Yeah. He bit me. Yeah. He bit me. So you who could buy tripod the three-legged dog? Yeah. I did. I was young. That's how slow she was. Well, the no, three-legged no. dog caught her on her bike. And then you know what happened to Casey? <laughs> yeah, the first of all, that three-legged dog was Wait, wait, wait. You're deflecting. You're deflecting. That that's t- dog was that's typical, Brandy. She deflects. And it bit me. But then Casey was so little, he was riding, he wasn't even, couldn't even ride a bike, so he's like riding in one of those seats on the back of the tent. Yeah, he's like 10 years younger than you. And my dad like flings that bike into a yard with Casey still strapped in it. I landed in grass, though. Rid, <laughs> I landed on grass. To get rid of, to get rid of this three-legged nasty-ass dog. That is a true story, listeners. Yeah. On January 21st, 1984, Long is uh, separated from other inmates and held in the infirmary area. For his, for his physical protection. <laughs> in, there was no cars there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in 1985, long psychiatrist, psych- psychiatric evaluation. He escaped and made it all the way to the road. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's as far as he could go. He was good. That's, he didn't need to be behind bars. Just put him in the put middle of an intersection. Get him in the parking lot. Those roundabouts. <laughs> now what am I supposed to do? Put him on a roundabout. Dr. John Mahoney documented that he had a temporal lobe epilepsy. I would say. <laughs> induced an altered state of consciousness. It would have to. Thank you. This motherfucker. I got a Baptist church on the corner up, up by my house, Timmy. Uh-huh. That bell ain't been rung as many times as this. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Robert uh, Berlin diagnosed what? I said Robert, I said Goulet. Goulet, no, different, different Robert. My bad. Diagnosed along with inherited bipolar and manic depressive psychosis and an organic personality syndrome caused by tissue to the brain. What's that like, Timmy? Oh, it's high. it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking because I, you know, I got the title now, the Colonel. And, yeah. Uh, if I was you gonna, to go into porn, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I should have another title. All right. Uh, but uh, but I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna go with something. Uh, it has to be dignified, right? Uh-huh. So I'm gonna go with the English one. Dignified okay. or dignified? Dignified and okay. dignified. Um, so I think I shall from now on shall be known as Duke Schlongswinger. <laughs> I will not call you that. <laughs> you can just call me the Duke, but I officially won't. it's Duke Schlongswinger of Percy. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Anyway, during another evaluation, Dr. Daniel Spree determined that Long had no mental illness or disease other than severe personality disorder. And there's a big word before personality disorder that I'm not going to attempt. Let me see that. Well, it's partially smudged from Let the Dickie print. Let Dickie Dangler over here Anti- take a look at it. Oh, no, there's, you get, it didn't print out It didn't right. print well. There's like five letters missing in yeah. the antisocial personality yeah. disorder. Yeah. So it's really not that big other than the fact that it didn't print well. Could the, if the producer would use a good printer here, 
on it. They should buy On the April 15, 1985, Long was found guilty in Newport, Richie. I cannot help it. We're still using dot matrix <laughs> At the trial, uh, the Hillsborough County State Attorney's Office confronted Long with the evidence. The State Attorney and the Public Defender off, pu- Public Defender's Office of Hillsborough County reached a plea bargain for eight of the homicides and the abduction and rape of Lisa McVeigh. Long pleaded guilty on September 24, 1985, to all of these crimes, receiving 26 life sentences without the possibility of parole. Twenty-four of those are concurrent, though. Oh, wow. That seems stupid. Yeah. Uh, And seven life... Gives him something to look forward to. (coughs) Yeah, 24 concurrent and two to run consecutively. I think he's safer behind bars (laughs) for himself. And seven life sentences without the possibility, possibility of parole after 25 years. Well... And I believe wasn't he there like three weeks? And one and one and one life sentence to be served on I seventy five. Wasn't he in? It's a prison? short one. He was in prison that's for like three weeks when he got penalty. ran over by the lunch cart. That's the death. That's the death penalty. For that son of a bitch. Put him on the street. You know, he, he, they must give him one of those cots. You know, with no legs on him. <laughs> Don't want him rolling out of bed. You don't want him on the top bunk. No, you don't want him on the top bunk. God, Jesus. In addition to the eight murders long confessed to committing, the state of Florida retained the option to seek the death penalty for the murder of uh, Michelle Sims, which that's the one where they'll put him on the street. In July of 1986, the penalty phase of the Michelle Sims trial was held in Tampa. It lasted one week and again received extensive media attention. Long was found guilty and sentenced to die in Florida's electric chair. Guess it would have just been inhumane to put him on the street. (laughs) (laughs) On the 24th of February, 1999, Long accused the Capitol Collateral Regional Council, the state office defending death row inmates, uh, in their appeals of revealing his private letters to the to a book's author, thus violating his attorney-client privileges. Mm, so he sues them, right? <coughs> yeah. He uh, also accused the agency of running a quote-unquote death pool, betting on the date inmates would be executed, well, yeah. and asked the agency <laughs> of the job. to be removed from the case. Uh, an investigation concluded that all of these allegations were unfounded. Long's petition for a writ of Mirandus to require Bob Dillinger, the public defender for the Sixth Judicial Circuit, to relinquish possession and control of his file in the state v. Long was denied. According to the Federal Department of Corrections, Long has uh, is in the in process of serving one five-year sentence, four 99-year sentences, 28 life sentences, and one death row sentence. Bobby Joe Long remains on Florida's death row to this day. So, if you wanted to um, send him a letter, a helmet, <laughs> a helmet, <laughs> you could probably do so. Some bubble wrap, <laughs> something. Helmet might might be, might be needed. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, yeah. send send it down for y'all. Okay, so uh, Brandy, what's your final thoughts on Bobby Joe Long? That might be a good uh, porn name itself. Hmm? Colonel Colonel Long, Dick Joe Long, Dick Go Long. Yeah, Brandy, your final thoughts. My Asian you. name is One Hung Low. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I got nothing. No I got, final I got, thoughts on Bobby Joe Long? <laughs> did you like him? I did not. I was not a fan of Bobby Joe Long. I, uh, you know, really? The fact that he kept running into shit with his head was very amusing, though. Yeah. But you didn't. That's good stuff. Right. But I felt no kindred spirit with him. All right. Colonel, your final thoughts on uh, serial rapist and serial killer Bobby Joe Long. Well, I can't. I think the masturbating five things five times a day. He's just a slacker. What would you say, Casey? Uh, yeah, that's low. Say, that's the low end of the total. That's a lack goal. of motivation. Yeah. Don't well, the son be shower? What's, what's he doing? He's probably got a um, tube sock nearby. Stands, stands up on its <laughs> yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. A tube stands, in the, corner. stands yeah. in the corner. I wonder if he's still masturbating five times a day. Oh, I bet. How'd you like to beat up I guess if you're on a death row. Uh, no, you probably don't have a roommate on death row. But you probably, uh, if you're on death row, you might as well masturbate, right? Yeah. What else you got to do? Well, pretty yeah. much if you anyway, you might as well masturbate. I mean, if you had Taco Bell. <laughs> done it three times during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting there. You're a Taco Bell. <laughs> you're a Taco Bell. I got a little something on my ear, Casey. <laughs> Uh, the spicy burritos get him going. Okay, Casey, your final thoughts on serial killer Bobby Joe Long. Oh, my gosh. You know, you learn in kindergarten how to cross the street. So the fact yeah. that this son of a bitch. He must have missed that class. He, he, he fell for a grade twice. He might have got it in 10th grade. That's when they were teaching it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he had problems, didn't he? He had a lot Jeez. of problems. All right. So... Uh, you know, he never had a car accident. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he did. He had the Jaguar. Yeah. And he had a motorcycle accident. Of course, he was trying to choke somebody at the yeah. time. So. He was getting a blowjob. That's what I thought. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, he's probably masturbating all those times he got hit by a car. Walking across the street. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to be. You got to look both ways. You got to look both ways when you cross the intersection. Uh, Brandy, where can people find us? You can find us on uh, Facebook. Yeah, we have two pages on Facebook. We have the History Dweebs, regular History Dweebs page, and then we have the History Dweebs, uh, the podcast uh, Facebook group that you can join. And we have a lot of fun on there, so join us if you can. iTunes. And we're uh, looking for a Colonel Porn name. Yeah, we're looking for a Colonel Porn name, so get throughout your suggestions. We can be found on iTunes, and if you find us on iTunes or listen to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. And where else can they find us, Colonel? Not on YouTube. Not on YouTube, right. Well, we were just, um, anybody that's in Cincinnati, you know, we threw out the first pitch for the opening day game yesterday. We did not do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't We weren't there. I imagine that. Yes. Okay. Uh, but we can be um, found on Twitter at History Dweebs One. History Dweebs One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, uh, I don't have anything else. You guys got anything? Thank, Casey, thank you for joining us. Thank you for thank having you me. For it's a good time. Here. Glad you could join us, and uh, hope you can join us again soon. And until then, we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye. Bye bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 